the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? You ready to talk to me? It's Tough Topic Tuesday. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your uh, computer or your smartphone, watching me on uh, my socials, uh, Facebook Live or YouTube Live, thanks a lot uh, for tuning in there. And, of course, on the most listened-to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA 105. Point one FM right here in the DMV covering all of DC, Maryland, Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. And of course, if you want to call me, let me give you my phone number. I'm going to give you the topic in case you're new to the show and don't know how we roll today. It's tough topic Tuesday. All right, here's the number 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, give me a call today. We're talking about, are you ready? No church services until 2021? Question mark. Here's the question. Should churches remain closed until next year? We're in the summer of 2020, in case you're listening, and uh, maybe you're not sure what the date is. We are in... Uh, July 2020, and uh, some churches have not opened yet. Others have reopened. Some have opened uh, sort of in phases because of COVID. But some are now saying they're not going to open until 2021. What do you think about that? Bridgeway, by the way, the church that I pastor, we have not opened our church building doors yet. But our online services are open and doing great and well, and we're connecting with people. But I'm asked periodically, when are we going to open, Pastor? Well, what do you think? Should churches remain closed, the buildings, that is, until next year, January or so? You know what? Some schools have made these decisions. Did you hear about that? Even in uh, in Howard County, Maryland, I think they are uh, going all the way till the end of January before they open their schools. Everything's going to be virtual and online. Different states are doing it different ways. Well, I want to know about the DMV. And I want to know about my people, you know, my my listeners who listen to me every day. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Should they open the schools? Should they open the churches? Or uh, hold your horses. Let's see how this thing plays out. All right. That's what we're talking about today. If you want to join me, give me a call. I want to hear from you. 
888-432-7434. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we commit today's show over to you, and we thank you that you give us the privilege of being able to have this kind of free conversation in our country. We do ask that you would guide our conversation, our thoughts, help our minds to think uh, broadly and uh, wisely about these matters. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen. Well, friends, a couple other ways to get a hold of me. Uh, you could always go to andersonspeaks.com. You can email me there. You can um, connect with me that way through my team and my staff. You also can go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com. Embracegracism.com. That's definitely a way to get a hold of me. Also, you can, uh, you can um, you know, shoot me a message on Facebook and on uh, Twitter. I, uh, my Twitter handle is at Anderson Speaks, okay? My phone number here, 888-43-BRIDGE. Churches, schools, open, closed. What do you think? I want to know. There's not a right or wrong answer. I'm not judging anyone, and I don't want us to judge one another. I actually want to hear what you're thinking, because I have some people who are totally uh, like, come on, let's just get back. If somebody catches something, they'll get over it like the flu, but we need to have our kids in school, and my kid has been home for six months already, it feels like, you know, like that. Then I have others that are saying, you know what, yes, having my kids at home is killing me, but... I don't want to kill them or others because they got grandma, they got grandpa, they got dad, they got mom. And if they catch something and they bring it home and it's just way too much to manage. Let's just let's just chill out to the new year. Well, I want to know what you're thinking because uh, maybe your thoughts will be changed by someone else's. Maybe your thoughts will be confirmed by someone else's. There's not a right or wrong answer. I'm asking you about your feelings, okay? I'm not asking you about uh, what uh, Bible and verse and whether you're evangelical, Christian, unsaved, saved. Listen. No judgment on this one. I'm inviting you to the table. I want to hear what you're thinking. Now, I may challenge you. Uh, I may ask you questions. Why? Because I, I want to be stretched myself. I want to know. I don't know everything. And so, and I know you don't either, but through conversation, right, I always, of, often say comprehension begins with conversation. Well, let's kick the conversation off with Millie, who's on the line in Catonsville, Maryland. Hi, Millie. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm better now talking to you. I'm so glad you kicked off the show and gave me a call. Now, tell me what your name is. I may have gotten it wrong. It keeps changing it's on my Mi computer. <laughs> it's Millie. It's Millie. Short so I, for I, Mildred. I yes. got it right. Okay, good to know. Short for Mildred, Millie. Okay, so tell me, Miss Millie, uh, what are you thinking on this topic? Open the churches, open the schools, or not yet? Not yet. And one thing I want to point out is um, some of the, I guess, editorials of the papers saying, oh, they're closing the churches. They don't want churches open. The church is a building. Church is mm -hmm. open every day, every day. And my church um, broadcasts over um, Facebook and the Internet, and my church is your church. So oh, you go to my I don't church. understand. Yay! I sure do, yes. Love it. I, I don't. I don't think um, just because the building is closed, things cease to, to go on. And the purpose of a church is to serve people. People are still getting served. Cause I had an sure. issue earlier this week, and one of my um, friends at the church prayed for me. I love know? it. I love hearing those kind of testimonies. 
That is and wonderful. Definitely the, and definitely, I think the schools should not open. Okay, tell me why that one, because parents are in disagreement on this. You know that, right? Um, I guess so. And I'm speaking from the outside. My kids have, have, are done with school. Okay. But um, I, I think there's too much, too much contamination in schools, especially for the younger children. Uh-huh. You know? The younger children, they're, they're not as conscious of cleanliness. Yeah. And, Social um, distance is kind of hard for a kid, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> and I, I think if they could improve um, some of the distance learning, the kids, the, the older kids will do better. I have several, uh, I'm part of a team. I'm a figure skater. Okay. So some of my um, younger teammates have said that, the only problem they have with distance learning is the math part because it takes so long to get oh. an answer. You know, you have to try out things and um, you have to word your sentence to the teacher with all the right. the, the, the signs and symbols. Hey, hey Millie, and I got this. And I got this commercial coming up, but I have to say, you may be the first figure skater I've met. So glad you go to Bridgeway. Yep. If we ever do open up the building, you make sure you come see me, okay? Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> Thanks for taking my call. God bless you. From Catonsville, Maryland, Millie's kicking it off. I'm coming right back. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like. Or Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at Andersonspeaks.com. Real talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and Andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass. You're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? <laughs> Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again 240-516-4967 It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner Fidel and make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson said. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, 
visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You know, I had some friends that had an anniversary, their wedding anniversary, and so guess what I did? I sent them over a cake from Paradise Ice Cream. They will deliver ice cream cakes for you. They'll deliver ice cream for you, regular sheet cake. They can do it all. Anyone in my listening area who wants this, you've got to go to paradise-catering.com. They'll deliver it for you. Now, the delivery is not free. It's going to cost you a few bucks to make that happen, but they are giving a 10% discount to my listeners. So if I were you, I'd get in right now by giving them a call or going to their website, paradise-catering.com or hyphen-catering.com. Here's the good news. When you want to make somebody smile, have someone show up at their door after calling them, of course, in uh, a very socially distant way with ice cream, (laughs) okay? Cake, it just does it. All right, there you go. There's your tip for the day. 888-432-7434, that's my number. My topic on this Tough Topic Tuesday, and it is a tough topic for people, and that is this, no church services till January 2021. Wow, no school until January 2021. That gives us basically about a year since COVID started, right? Didn't it start somewhere like around January, February and all that? Well, what do you think about that? Is that okay? Are you not for it? No wrong answers, no judgment. I just want to hear what my listeners are thinking. Should churches remain closed? The buildings, that is, um, until the new year. Should schools remain closed? Every region's different. Every state's different. Guess what? Even some counties are different. So I want to hear from you. I'll give you my number one more time, and then I'm going to Columbia, Maryland. My phone number is 888-432-7434. All right, let's go talk to Tony. He's in Columbia, Maryland. Hi, Tony. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing? How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Well, good to hear that. Um, Real quick, I just retired uh, from teaching in Montgomery County at a high school. Okay. And I'm I'm 66 years old, and looking back on the 10 years I worked there, there were many occasions when I would I worked very closely with kids, helping them with their writing because I'm also a journalist. Mm-hmm. And there were many occasions when I would sit with them at the computer and we would like pour over their essays or pour over their college applications or what have you. Right. And darn it, I'd go home and wouldn't you know it, I'd, I'd get sick. And my Get wife out. would scold me and say, okay. you know, she would brightly, you know how wives are. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you got one at home. I do, gratefully. And she, <laughs> yeah, and she would say, that's what you get for sitting too close to the kids when you're going over uh, their research papers or their essays or their college apps or what have you. And this is before she COVID, say, right? This is before COVID. Before COVID, yes, sir. Before, oh, yeah, before COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not a doctor, obviously, um, but... Uh, and then after the week was over, I would teach uh, Saturday school at another school in, in uh, Montgomery County with little children, little elementary school children. And you know how they are. They don't know the meaning or the, the, the definition of, of uh, 
social distancing. Mm-hmm. And I would stand up there, and of course I would, uh, you know, I would give them high fives, and they would give me high fives right back. I'd give out candy, and wouldn't you know it? About once a month, I'd go home and I'd get sick again. Okay. So, bottom line <laughs> is, you're saying when you're too close together, space-wise, it, you can't contract something, even if it's a common cold. Absolutely. Yes. But how? They, I, course, but how they say? So what? I mean, common cold, COVID, whatever. You're not going to die. So let's get over it and get through it. What, what do you say to that, Tony? I say when you're a man uh, who is uh, who just got his Medicare card, I have to be more mindful uh-huh. of that. Um, and I, you know, what, what, what does the Bible say, Doctor Anderson, about our bodies being our temples, or what was uh-huh, that? Yeah. What is the temple of the Holy Spirit in First Corinthians? Temple of the Holy Spirit. Well, I can't not. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say, Tony, you make a point that I didn't even think about. And that is yeah. we've been talking about the kids all the time. And uh-huh. I'm realizing, duh, how about the parents? I mean, not the parents. How about yeah. the um, how about the teachers? How about the administrators? You know, because yes, we're so much talking about the kids, but they're working with adults. And if you're in your 60s, you know, or in your 50s or your 60s and you're working, uh, I guess you're just as vulnerable, even if the young child isn't. I didn't think about that, really. I, I don't know why I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah. Maybe because that's not in a national yeah. conversation. We keep talking about the kids. <laughs> no, well, look at it. Look, yeah, look at it through the lens of an older person like me. And, you know, yeah. uh, my wife is also the same age. And, you know, we I'm not as petrified as she is. But uh, we, you know, we have to consider going to Columbia Mall, for example. We're not keen about going back into the mall after it reopened here. Yeah. And that goes for any other particular, you know, retail uh, sure. center. Yeah. And um, then you've got the president um, manipulating us into thinking that everything is cool. And, oh, by the way, it is an election year. And, you know, we've got to keep that in mind. So well, that's another whole. You, you done, went, you done went political, Tony. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dr. Anderson. I'll stop right there and give myself a big slap. But, oh, there you go. No, let your wife do it. Yeah, she's good. used to that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's used to that. I'm yeah. kidding. Hey, but I want to thank you for. Yeah, I want to thank you for um, um, bringing this conversation to the table. You got and it. I appreciate. I appreciate all you do. Hey, thanks for your years of service in the school system too. Thanks, okay. Thank you, sir. Blessings God to bless you. you. Yeah, don't have a lot of uh, good men uh, serving in the school system. I mean, we do have them, but not a lot of them. So uh, that's great. I mean, I remember growing up, I'll I'll tell you, I went to a school called Ridgecrest Elementary School. I went to two elementary schools and Ridgecrest Elementary School. And I still remember my male math teacher. He wore plaid pants back then, and his name was Mr. Skierski. Why do I remember this? I have no idea. I hardly remember any of my other teachers, but I remember Mr. Skierski and Miss Ritchie because I had a crush on her in the fifth grade. But that's a different subject. Okay, here's my number. 888-432-7434. If you're listening, Miss Richie, that was a long time ago. Okay, 888-43-BRIDGE. Manassas, Virginia, talking to Carol, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Carol, how are you today? Yes, doing good, Dr. Anderson. It was such a pleasure to hear you. Oh, <laughs> thank you. The pleasure's all yes, mine. it's so good to hear you. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Yes. So I'm thinking about the children going back to school. Yes. And I, my, my um, reasoning is send them back to school. Okay. They need to go back to school. Okay. And tell, tell me, what about the health part? What about the health part? Not that big of a deal? 
No, because, no, no, it's not big of a deal because as we know, that children don't really get COVID or in very small quantities. Uh-huh. Right. So, so I am feeling like... What the, about that teacher, you know, though, that's that what, just called? He says he might get it from a, from a kid. What do you think about that? No, he's not going to get it from a kid as far as the, as far as the facts go. Oh, okay. He, he may get it from another teacher, but teachers are just one per classroom, and if they can practice distancing. But children, the odds are greater because the, the children need children. Okay, I got you. They, they need to play. They need to interact with each other. And it's hard for parents you at know, home to, with their kids all day long, so I get what you're saying. Let me ask exactly. you. Let me ask you this question, Miss Carol. Do you have young children or young grandchildren by chance? I have young grandchildren. And uh, you think that they should... My kids are grown. Do you think that they should go back to school? And what does your uh, daughter or son think about that? I um, I have not, to tell you the truth, Dr. Anderson, I have not asked them. I don't know really how they feel. But I I have children. And children need to be with yeah. children. How old are those they grandchildren? Need that interaction. Oh, those grandchildren are um let's see here. I've got a ten year old, a six year old, wow. and a nine and a ten months old and I also have a one year old. So two oh my children two grandbabies were born in the in one year. <laughs> First of all, you're very, very blessed. <laughs> you're very, very Thank blessed. You. Second of all, I want I you to so thank you. I want you to ask your children, you know, the ones that are uh, the parents of the kids. I want you to ask them sometime, maybe yeah. over dinner or over the phone or whatever. Ask them their opinion. It'd be really interesting to know what they think. Yes, it would. But I can't even guess that they would say that they want them home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I heard. You know what? They're gonna send them over to grandma's house. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah. Oh, I, I take them. Them, but I walk them to school. I take them to school. There they you need go. school. Well, they need the peers. They th- need children. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for talking to me today, okay, Miss Carol? You are so welcome, Dr. Anderson. God and bless it's my you. My pleasure. God bless you. Take care now. That's Miss Carol from Manassas, Virginia. Was she a sweetheart or what? Well, you see, you got moms, you got grandmas, you got teachers. I didn't think about the teachers' perspective. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I don't know what is information and what is misinformation these days either, right? So, uh, Ms. Carroll said that the teachers cannot catch the virus from the kids. I don't think I've heard that. But again, I'm not a professional when it comes uh, to these to these uh, health things. And again, if everybody's getting the flu anyway and colds anyway, isn't that what we just simply manage all the time? Or would your argument be, and please call me, uh, to talk to me about this, but maybe your argument might be, yes, but the flu and the common cold, we know that they're going to survive that. COVID, we don't know because we don't have a vaccine yet. Could that be a part of your calculus as you're thinking about this conversation? Well, i got something to tell you. On the other side of the break, I'm going to play an interview. It's an interview on CNN with a very popular pastor who many of you may have heard of before. Others of you may not have ever heard of him, but his name is Andy Stanley. And Andy Stanley is the pastor uh, of a mega church in uh, in Georgia. Has I don't know multiple campuses and thousands and thousands of people. White uh, brother in the Lord and uh, a Bible teacher. You know he made a decision on what he's going to do 
about whether bringing people back into the church building or not. And so I want you to hear what he has to say. Uh, there are many pastors that have said they're not opening their churches back up. There are some pastors that have said, I know they're going to open their churches back up, the church building, when it's phase three or when everybody can come, not just like a third of the people or 50% or of the people, and when they're allowed to sing uh, and not wear masks. So there was that. There's another pastor I know of. He opened his church up to the different zip codes. So he says, if you're a part of our church and you live in these three zip codes, your Sunday's the first Sunday. And then uh, if you live in these other zip codes in my town, in my state, then, um, you know, you can come on the second Sunday and then the third Sunday. So they came in, in, in groups like that. Um, I know one pastor says they, they're not opening up until the vaccine is found, till they have a vaccine. Others have said, yep, we're just going to wait till 2021. So and then you got schools. Some schools are doing a hybrid model, like my son, who's in college. They're doing a hybrid model. So he he got all his courses and some of those courses you can stay at home with the computer and others of them you can go in. And, and so it could be a hybrid model. Really interesting because this is where we are. This is why I wanted to talk about it. When I get back, uh, I'm going to go to uh, Mowertown, Virginia. I'm going to talk to Steve. And then after that, I'm going to play this interview uh, with Andy Stanley. I want to know what you think about it. I'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently, and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie-cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie-cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. And they lived happily ever after. Ever wonder if they did? That's why Family Life Today wants to give you their Take Your Marriage from Good to Great bundle with online marriage videos, audio sessions, and downloads of an ebook, a couple quiz, and a questionnaire. You'll also be entered to win Dinner for Two with Family Life Today's Dave and Ann Wilson and attend a live taping of the program. Go to WAVA.com and use the keyword marriage. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart, TuneIn, and now on Radio.com. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit ccmmagazine.com. love golf, and I also stink at golf. I've tried it all, the lessons, the special swing contraptions, the neon brush tees, the funny hats, the putting all of my change in my left pocket. I like to say I just happen to have a high golf handicap. My friends would say I have a high talent disadvantage. Luckily, while I might be fighting some disadvantages on the golf course, 
and our Faith and Family Mortgage team, we're lucky to be able to serve listeners with a unique advantage. Our team is an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. And for you, that can mean shorter turnaround times and often a lower rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money on a new home, refinance, or cash-out refinance. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? So glad you're hanging out with me in the second half of the program. We are talking about online versus new uh, opening the doors of the church. No church services until January 2021. What do you think about that? Some people are for it. Other people aren't. No schools opening until uh, January 2021. It's summer of 2020 now, and they're saying, let's stay online. Let's do virtual learning. What do you think? Should kids go back to school? And I'm going to bring this topic up a few times this summer. Don't even worry about it. And, you know, because it, it evolves, doesn't it? It changes along the way. Should churches open their buildings now? Uh, I was talking to a, a guy from uh, another city. He's in uh, Nashville. And he says his church, they have about ten or 15,000 people. And what they're doing is outdoor services. They have about 1,200 people to show up with lawn chairs and everything like that. And they love it, you know. And so it maybe it depends on the kind of space you have, maybe if you have you know, a uh, beautiful land where people can come out and uh, sit and enjoy the mosquitoes. I mean, enjoy the worship. Then, you know, that's great. <laughs> so tell me what you think about this. OK, but before you do, I want to talk to uh, Steve. He's been holding on. And then I want you to hear what Andy Stanley has to say about it in the most recent interview he had just this week. All right, let's go to Steve in Mowertown, uh, Virginia. Hi, Steve. It's Dr. Hey, Anderson good. here. How you doing? Good, Doctor. How are you today? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me. What are you thinking? Oh, good. Well, I, my, my perspective, I can only speak for myself, but I think they should be open. But for me, um, speaking as a former Protestant who's now become an Orthodox Christian, mm-hmm. um, my, my church, when church comes together and we have a liturgy, it's where heaven and earth meet. It becomes mm. sacred space. Mm-hmm. And it's and there and you know it, it's 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 where you know the times right Cronus versus Kyrios it's mm. almost like we're in Kyrios time um, mm. where everything stops and and we are you know we are with those we love as well as the Lord that we love so that liturgy and, uh, really speaks to you and you can really only do that in person it's not going to be the same if you're doing it online is what I'm hearing from you Steve. Exactly. I mean, I mean, we're all in as believers. We're all in this together. And and, you know, my job is my job is to get my family to heaven. Mm -hmm. But it's also to get my fellow believers to heaven through God's grace, through the cross. And, and, And that means it's my job to get you to heaven. It's your job to get me to heaven. Yes, Jesus did it. But we're in this together. So right. This, this, this okay, is so my practi- practically, how do y'all do communion uh, now, Steve? Given everything, we do communion off the same spoon. You do, okay. And uh, yeah. are, are you guys uh, also using the same chalice? Well, the way the the way the Orthodox do communion is, 
the Eucharist is in the chalice uh-huh. wine, and it, it is taken the, 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 with the spoon has the wine and the Eucharist on it. Oh, yeah, that's 15th century right there. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah. Wow, how about that? Well, man, thank you so much for uh, sharing your perspective. I appreciate it, okay? All right, thank you, doctor. You have a good day. Take care. Well, Steve hasn't gotten sick. You know, they're drinking off the drinking off the same spoon. So you have the, the chalice with the wine and you have the bread in there and you just with the spoon, give it to person one and then give it to person two, person three. What y'all think about that? <laughs> ah, I wanna know, I wanna know. See, our perspectives are so different. So we can so respect one another and honor one another and realize that everybody's a little bit uh, different. Um, I could never, now listen, I did this 15th century communion at Oxford uh, graduate school, and we would we would uh, do sort of the same thing. And uh, I was always a little bit weary, though, because of just my upbringing, that's all. But in, in my Catholic brothers and sisters, they, w- they would drink out of the same chalice and just kind of wipe it in between. But they would wipe the outside lip, not the inside lip sometime. And I'm like, oh, should I take it? That means I'm going to be drinking after somebody right in front of me. And then, you know, I don't know. I, I had a problem with it. I, I did. I'm just confessing my faith probably wasn't strong enough. But again, that's because I came from that Baptist background. You know, we had a little piece of cracker, mm, had a little individual cup, which was nothing like what they were doing back in Jesus's day, you know, but that's okay. And then we tried at our church one time to do these little plastic things. I got so much negative feedback on that one. First of all, I agree too, because it's like a little tiny cup with uh, a little tiny wafer inside covered with plastic. So when you passed them out, when it was time for people to do it, they had to rip the plastic off. So imagine thousands of people going, okay, that killed the spirit. And then you get the little piece of bread, you put that in your mouth, then you open the thing again, and then you drink out of this little plastic cup. We tried it. We thought it may be economical, clean, whatever. It just wasn't It wasn't doing it for me. I don't think communion should be done in plastic. I'm just saying. Was there plastic back in Jesus' day? I'm not quite sure. Okay, listen. This is what we're going to do. Listen to Andy Stanley right now in this five-minute interview. We'll come back on the other side and talk about it. Hold on. Another big announcement, this time out of Georgia. One of the largest megachurches in the country, North Point Ministries, has just said that it is suspending all in-person worship for the rest of the year. This is a church with seven locations in and around Atlanta, ministering to more than 30,000 people every Sunday. Joining me right now is the pastor of North Point Church, Pastor Andy Stanley. Pastor, thank you for being here. It does not go unnoticed when a pastor of with your reach says that he can't keep his congregation safe. What are you seeing that led you to this decision? Well, first, Kate, thanks for having me on. Um, this really was, the context of our decision was we want to love our neighbors, we want to be a good neighbor, and we want to love our neighborhoods, and we're for our communities, and we don't want to accidentally do something to our communities. And you, you understand this, your viewers understand this. We have to go to the grocery store, we have to go to the drugstore, we have to go to work. We don't have to go to church. So we have chosen to bring church to the people in our community, actually people all over the world. And uh, this is a temporary shutdown, but the church isn't shut down. It's just our Sunday morning services. So this really was about the health of our congregation, but not just our congregation. This was about the health of our entire community. And you know, I have heard other faith leaders you know early on in the pandemic especially saying that churches are essential services they must you must have sunday sunday worship the doors your doors must stay open what do you say what do you say to those faith leaders 
Well, a church is an essential service, but a one-hour worship service with hundreds of people, or in our case, thousands of people all crammed into a room, is not an essential service. And that's one of the things people need to understand. Our church and our staff are actually busier maybe than we've ever been because we've reallocated assets, personnel, to serving in the community. In fact, and we're not the only church doing this. Lots mm-hmm. of large churches have are very outward-facing, so we're not closed. But a one-hour worship service, hey, we can do that at home, and as everybody listening understands, we can worship wherever we choose to worship. So this is, you know, uh, the worship service is one facet of a healthy church, and we've just decided to suspend that one facet of our local churches. And that's a good, re- and you're, it's a, this is a good reminder of that, that it's just one facet. W- what would you need to see to feel comfortable opening back up for Sunday service? Well, I don't know the answer to that question, to be honest. Um, Obviously, a vaccine or um, herd immunity or, you know, the kinds of things that we're all becoming more familiar with. But I I really would trust the CDC. I would trust um, what doctors are telling us. An interesting thing, Kate, um, when we made this decision, about 85 percent of the response from our churches was positive. About 15 percent was negative, as you might imagine, that we've given into a political agenda or we're basing this decision out of fear, which is not the case. But the group that was the most outspoken in favor of this decision was the medical community. And as you mentioned, we're a very large church. We have all kinds of people from all around the city of Atlanta, which is a very diverse city. The medical community immediately came out and applauded this decision. They said, hey, I'm Andy. And people don't call me Pastor Andy, just Andy. They say, Andy, we know this was a difficult decision. But for the protection of not just the church, but the communities around the church, this was the right decision. So um, that's kind of the leader, the leading indicator. So I don't know a date. I couldn't give you the specifics. But when we feel like it is safe to bring thousands of people back into our auditoriums, we will open. But in the meantime, we will continue to serve our community. You mentioned that your staff is busier than ever and it's it gets to something i think about quite a lot is that this entire experience that the country and the world is going through which has been now been going on for months is really testing people's faith in a way that many have not experienced especially kind of all collectively at the same time people are isolated people are scared i'm sure you have faced many questions about this what do you tell people who feel like they're losing faith in, in these really hard moments. That's a great question, and I don't have a super short answer for that, but I'll try to keep it short. The interesting thing about difficult times is people instinctively, not 100%, but people instinctively look up. More people come to faith in difficult times than in the wrinkle-free days. I think, we, I mean, just about everybody we know that's a, a Jesus follower or somebody who has a sincere faith, part of their story was not things were so perfect I put my faith in God. It's generally things were so difficult, I finally looked up, and God brought someone into my life that helped me understand the broader context and purpose of my life. So um, people are buying more Bibles than not ever before, but it's more than in a long time. Um, People, I think when we open the churches and it's safe, I think a lot of people are going to come back maybe for the first time in a long time. But that depends, I'm convinced, on what the church does in the meantime. And if we become insider-focused as churches and just try to take care of our own, not only is that a huge mistake, it is certainly not an indicator that we are following Jesus. So I think this is as difficult as this is for most people. It is also an opportunity for the church. And we're not going to get it perfect. But uh, we're going to certainly do our best to be the hands and feet of Jesus in our communities. And part of that, as strange as it sounds, is suspending our worship services on Sunday morning. Strange, but 
Strange times. Um, Pastor uh, Andy, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very, very much. It's been a pleasure. Well, that was Andy Stanley, pastor of a mega church there in Georgia. When we get back, I want to get your two cents on that interview and your thoughts as well. We're coming right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum and Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301 301- 864-6070. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Digluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? Hey, listen, we're talking about in-church services, in-school. Is it time to go back or not? I want to hear from you. In Reston, Virginia, Sandra has been holding on. Let me go there. Hello, Sandra. Welcome to the show. How are you today? Hello. Good afternoon, Dr. Davis. Thank you for calling. What is your what are, what are your thoughts on this topic? Well, I would like to say that, honestly, more and more I hear about all these topics, I'm more afraid of people than even the buyers themselves. And let me explain why. Okay. It's we have a big enemy, and this enemy doesn't it really we haven't come to the sense that we all in this together. Um, when I hear people talking about come back normal activities and people uh, trying to send their kids to school, I get really scared. I get mm. really scared because 
I see what is really this virus doing in other countries. I'm originally from Mexico. Okay. And my my brother has a church. He's a pastor of the church I grew up. Okay. And recently, one of the members died by because of the coronavirus. Uh-huh. And my brother has canceled services uh, a month ago. Months ago. And and having a discussion with him recently, he said, "You know what, Sandra." We struggling financially. It's hard for everybody. Not only for that, I worry about the faith, and uh, but I believe God has a purpose to this, and I'm not opening the church to public uh, public uh, services now because it's not wise. Uh-huh. And he received among other pastors a lot of criticism, and mm. even in the same church, there's yeah. a big division about lacking of faith. This is not. This has nothing to do with have lacking of faith. This is common sense. God gave us a brain, and I think we should use mm. it. So That's the, my, my sense of this. Well, the balance between wisdom and, and uh, faith and fear, you know, all of that together is where we got to talk to the Lord, right? Because you opened up talking about being afraid. You're now talking about wisdom and being wise. You've got a brother who has experience with, you know, losing a church member and having to make leadership decisions and he's getting criticized. So all of those things that you're talking about, Sandra, is it's what the problem is. And that's all of us really have to try to figure this out. In, in, in other words, I'm not criticizing you. I'm affirming you that we all feel these different pressures and whether it's the pressure, pressure to open up and show that we have enough faith, or the question to stay closed to show that we have enough wisdom. <laughs> it's That's why each of us really have to go to the Lord and hear from God on this topic, don't you think? I think I think you're right. And the pastor, the previous interview, he was right on it. He said he has the responsibility, as Christians, we have the responsibility to love our neighbor. And guess what? Our neighbor might be uh, one of those populations are very vulnerable. We're not thinking about people who have previous conditions, right. people who are um, actually depending on others to do the right thing so they can they can really survive this situation. We're not thinking. We are a little selfish, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't mean to be very critical with my opinion, but I can tell no, you you're not from critical. my point of view. You just have a strong opinion, and you're allowed to, and that's why I have my show, because I want to hear your strong opinions. Okay, Miss Sandra? Thank you. Thank you for giving us this space. And I think we all feel the frustration and our authorities also sending, you know, different different messages. That's not helping. Yeah. So, But overall, I'm hopeful. I think um, I'm hopeful to hear these people taking action yeah. and are responsible. And I hope others actually wake up from the dream. And it's not about <laughs> them only. It's about everybody. Well, yeah, this, we got to love one another. And, of course, uh, we got to have faith over our fears and we pray for your brother as well in Mexico. Let him know Pastor David Anderson uh, wishes him very well during this time. Okay, Miss Sandra? Thank you so much. You're okay. so good. Thank you so much. God, God bless you. Listen, friends, I'm running to my break. When I come back, I'll take my final call from Tamara in Frederick, Maryland, if Tamara is still holding on. All right? Other than that, I'm closing out my lines, and uh, we'll land the plane on the other side. But I want to know what Frederick's talking about today. I'll be right back.
More than two million people fleeing the Syrian civil war have taken refuge in the tiny country of Lebanon. Walking through their camps, you might be surprised to hear this. Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Children from a Muslim culture reciting Bible verses? Yes. In the midst of a critical, unstable situation, God is saving and changing the hearts of these children and their families through Heart for Lebanon. Right now, you can make sure families get emergency supplies and the hope of the gospel they so desperately need. An investment of $116 helps two families for the next 60 days. But with over 1,000 families on a waiting list, we hope you'll be as generous as you can. Click the Crisis in Lebanon banner at WAVA.com or call 888-249-5222. That's 888-249-5222. Did you buy into the timeshare lies? I can tell you that I had a four-year experience with a timeshare corporation who did nothing but lie to me. That swapping locations was easy? They made this sound that this would be a really good deal that I could go anywhere, anytime I wanted to. That never worked out. Timeshare lies. Thousands of timeshare owners know the feeling. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I worked for the largest timeshare company in the world. When I learned the truth about what they were selling, I quit my job and instead became the pioneer in helping folks get out of their timeshare contracts legally. I understand that trusting anyone after buying a timeshare is a difficult task. That's why I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. For a free information kit on how to cancel your timeshare, call Wesley Financial Group now. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess, my neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. It's Ryan, and at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York, NMLS number 1330, NMLSConsumerAccess.org. Every finance or refinancing charges may be higher for life of loan. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Well, before we land the plane, let's talk to Tamara in Frederick, Maryland. Hi, Tamara. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Hi. I'm good. How are you today? Oh. I've been listening to to the conversation. <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> well, actually, everyone said some of uh, a little bit of everything that I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I want to follow up on Pastor uh, Stanley's decision, which is, you know, an unpopular one, but I absolutely agree. I think when you have an organization, um, whether it's nonprofit or for profit, 
there's this thing called social responsibility in the neighborhood, and he touched on that. Right. And I think at the end of the day, it's important to use wisdom against the better judgment of all those that don't have that same sense of responsibility. So yeah. I concur. So I have a question for you. Why do you think it's so hard to find this balance between personal responsibility, right? I mean, personal freedom. That's what I mean. I want to go do this and I should be able to do this. And then corporate responsibility where I need or community responsibility. I need to take care of my neighbor. Why is, where's the balance in that? Like, why is that so difficult? Like, it feels like some people are on one side, other people are on the other side. What do you think? Yeah, well, I mean, that's just our world, period. And you can look <laughs> right. at the side of just, you know, families. Some people in the same household think one way and the other. Uh, okay. Just like the grandmother. The grandmother, yeah, yeah. thinks, hey, send the kids to school, but the kids, right. she, she yeah. might have a different opinion, right? Yeah, yeah, I want to I want to know what her parents think. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? She said, she's send exactly. the kids to school. Well, they ain't coming back to live with you. They need, they need kids, right? <laughs> well, and I have grandchildren. I have two granddaughters, and my daughter-in-law um, is absolutely tired of it, right? Mm. But at the end of the day, I kind of agree with shutting down the schools. I think we don't have enough experience with COVID-19 right. to compare it to the common cold or the common flu. We have a hundred plus years experience with that vaccines and all this research yeah we only have what maybe even six months not six months yeah COVID. close to it yeah maybe i guess exactly. whenever they really started working on it but you're right i mean and they're talking about mm -hmm. maybe not a real vaccine until uh, 2021 or so but we'll see what happens but i really appreciate your thinking on it sounds like you're a pretty wise woman miss tamara well i appreciate that and so are you thanks for the conversation you got it take care well, friends, I always enjoy talking with you and to you and hearing from you. And I uh, appreciate those of you on Facebook chatting it up there. I'll check that out after the show. Didn't have much time to do it in between today. Uh, if you want that Andy Stanley uh, uh, excerpt, you can always just go to CNN or hit, put it up in YouTube. Uh, but it's quite interesting hearing it come uh, from him. Listen, I'm going to say a word of prayer, and let's ask God for wisdom for each of our families. Does that sound good? Heavenly Father, we lift up uh, our leaders. We pray for our president. We pray for our scientific leaders, our Congress. We pray for our governors and our county executives and mayors. We also pray for our families, Lord, and decisions that parents and grandparents have to make. Would you please give us all wisdom on how to respond and how to love? In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Help your children.